What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It is the King and I Life podcast, hosted by myself, Soul Touch of the Poet, and my brother, Son Soul X, in his joint. Check it out. Hit us up www.kingandilife.com for all our podcast info. Subscribe to whatever podcast platform that you choose. Also, hit us up k i n g a n d e y e three six nine at gmail.com email us your suggestions your feedback and all that good stuff tune in to us live on facebook youtube and twitter wednesday 7 30 p.m eastern time and make sure you like subscribe and share because we are all over all those social media platforms stay tuned for the good stuff yeah we out So I, I don't get how people are talking about, oh, I stand with Kanye this. And, and it's like, why? When the Joker fall down and, and, and you know, he lost all his deals and all this, that, and other, I don't see that same energy. I don't see it. Same with R. Kelly. People like, oh, R. Kelly this and R. Kelly that. Oh, he got a raw deal. this And it's like. But if anybody in your family or any of your friends was caught up in any of that mess like that, would you still rock with them? Probably not. I've seen plenty of people who have family members who got caught up in some nonsense and they don't rock with them anymore. But if it's a celebrity, it's like they treat them differently. I, I just, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean... My situation with R. Kelly is right. Again, we, we're in agreement. We can't separate the artist from the, the art. But there was an injustice there to, done to him. Simply for the base of they tried him twice on something he was already relinquished of. Which in this law or this country is supposed to be illegal. But for this particular case, they, they allowed it. So, again, if they'll do him like that, they'll do anyone like that. But, again, because he comes from a certain culture, it's acceptable. And that's my, my only fault with that situation. Um, again, with Kanye. When he speaks of uh, Adolf Hitler, how many people are actually gone and looked at the life and times of Adolf Hitler. And again, I'm not supporting it. Please, please stand still. But I'm again, one of those people who believe in doing their own research before I I speak on anything, especially on that level. So I I would just simply say, look at the life and times of Adolf Hitler. And you may have a better understanding of who that person was and why he's being betrayed the way he's being betrayed. But again, his story, history, his story. It's something to think about. That's all. But you got to look at it like this. In Germany, uh, to promote Hitler and, and his 
ideas is a crime. It's not a crime here. Right. I was just uh, watching something the other day and they were saying like, let's just say if it's a McDonald's or something, a business or something, and somebody puts a swastika up on the wall, that business is getting shut down and an investigation is being done. It's getting shut down. Here, it's freedom of speech. Um, so, you know, the people in Germany, they have a better, uh, a more intimate interaction with that type of stuff over there. Whereas here, it's just a lot of people who are, are bandwagon freaks. But, you know, when it comes to that, um, you know, it, to me, it doesn't matter what the hell you research, this, that, and the other. He did what he did, and, you know, it, it, it to me, it, it's, I mean, you know, people, people can, I don't want to say justify, but they can sympathize with how he was, the same they, way they do with Kanye, but as a decent human being, we, we, we all know right and wrong. Um, you know, it, it's just, it, it's just crazy to me. It, it's just crazy. But again, for me, if, if I had a family member or anything like that, who praised someone who committed genocide, anything like that, or raped kids or, um, a burglar harming innocent people, this, that, and that, I can't rock with you. Um, I had said it like a couple months ago. Um, because I saw an article, like if my, if one of my sons, uh, murdered somebody or committed a crime or whatever, would I support them? I, I was like, no, I would not. Don't write me. Don't expect no commissary. Don't expect no visits. Don't expect none of that because you did not have to do that. You did not have to do that. So <clears throat> for me, it's like, to me, shit is black and white. It's that easy. Either you're going to be a productive person in society, regardless of what you like or dislike about it, but there's no reason for you to be out here harming people or putting yourself in a position to where you can be harmed <clears throat> because you feel like you have no other options. I, I just can't support it. I think there's a bit of a gray area there. Again, I, I just feel like what we were taught and what reality is is not always the same. So, for an example, with Trayvon Martin, that particular situation, would you rather see your son come home or would you rather see the man who attacked him go home? Well, I'm not talking about the gray area part. And, and that part right there, I'd rather see my son come home. But I'm talking about like, like I'm watching, like I literally, if it's not on TV, I'm on YouTube where kids like 11 and up running around with guns, robbing people, carjacking and stuff like that, murdering people. There's no gray area with that for me. No gray area because 11 to 18, you should be focusing on school. 
you should not be out here carjacking and smashing grabs and 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 robbing people and fighting each other over social media stuff which happened in Atlanta not too long ago where a a, a 14 year old and a 12 year old were killed if my child is involved in stuff like that there's no gray area none none I, I agree I mean there are uh, situations outside of those perimeters being a gray area that I totally agree with you on. Um, when it comes down to someone I know defending themselves and coming down to a life situation of this person attacked the person I know and it came down to me or you, I'd rather it be them. So when it comes down to, again, certain situations, if my associate or my family member is minding their own business and someone brings that spoke to them and they have absolutely no idea what this person is on or where this person is coming from, I say defend yourself at all means. So that's why I say it's the gray area for me is I got to know the specific details. Like, for instance, if someone in my family was making a simple run to Walmart and some guy runs up to him want to carjack him, he or she, and you had a means to defend yourself, defend yourself. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's not a gray area for me because, you know, I have a concealed carry and if somebody runs up on me, I'm putting them down. I'm specifically talking about, you know, if my child or anyone in my family goes out there and does something that they don't, that they should not be doing because they're making piss poor decisions with their life. I'm not supporting you. Um, Again, if you out there carjacking, if you fighting with people over social media and you feel you got to go kill them over social media, um, if, if you out there selling drugs, stealing ATMs, um, hell, if you are if you are carrying a gun and you're not legally supposed to and you get caught up, I'm not supporting you. No. You go to jail, just don't just act like I don't exist. Because <laughs> you know, the thing about it is, you know. Our people, regardless of getting the short end of the stick or whatever the case may be, our people feel like they don't have any common sense. Um, some of our people. Some of our people. Yeah, some of our people. And the more I watch the news, the more I watch some podcasts, the more I listen to conversations, the more I see stuff, it's like, some of our people act like they don't have no common sense. They don't have common sense. People are dumbing down stuff and people are justifying nonsense. And it's like, yo, at what point do we as a, a collective be like, yo, that's enough. Chill out, sit down somewhere, regroup, because what are you doing? 
And then, and, and the other thing that burns me up about it, which has I've always seen happen, is you do stupid stuff and then you act like you have a justified answer for doing it. Like Red Lipstick Vibes got me watching car chases like it's no tomorrow. And <laughs> it's like, yo, if a police car get behind you. And they flash the lights, <laughs> pull over. Why is it because you have a challenger, charger, or whatever, you oh, just man. hit the goddamn gas pedal and be out? Oh, don't let it be a Hellcat, bro. They gone. I've slipped, bro. <laughs> and and and, and I'm, I'm gonna say this because <laughs> I've been watching a lot of them with the Arkansas State Police. Uh-huh. Don't play with them, boys. Do not play with the Arkansas State Police, especially Trooper Bird. They get their man like the Mounties in Canada, like, Damn it. and it's like, and 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 this it 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 goes back to my point of if you're doing something stupid, I got nothing for you, because they pull over some of these jokes and they be like, they be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was scared, I was nervous, and and I I, I didn't know you was following me, and blah blah, and it's like. Wait a minute. A police car gets right behind you, turns on the lights, and you didn't know they were following you? They didn't know you didn't know they were flashing lights for you? <laughs> or you were scared? Or, or whatever the case may be. And then come to find out a lot of these damn people, some of them have warrants. Some of them have tickets. Um, you know, some of them have suspended license. And it's like, again. You did something stupid or got yourself in a situation. Instead of resolving the situation, you go on and do further stupid stuff. And I'm not saying it's only our people because they be catching. Look, before I, before I go on and end, Arkansas State Trooper pulled over this white chick who was drinking while she was driving, and she literally pulled her pants down and took a dump on the highway. Wow. So okay. it's not out. It's not just our people, right? But I'm just saying, like in general, you know, take responsibility for your actions and understand that every whatever you do, there's going to be an opposite and equal reaction, or even greater, depending on what you do. It's like just sit down somewhere and and do the right thing. That's all. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I, I, I get where you're coming from. But. <laughs> <laughs> them Dodge characters, especially them boys with them Hellcats and Red Eyes and. Uh, what's it? 392s, I think it is. Man, them boys are wild, son. I don't mm. know. It's something about owning a Dodge. Where these cats feel like if you with it, I'm with it. And I'll be like, hell no. I'm going to pull my mm-hmm. little self over to the side of the road. It's just not worth it in the end because as a young person, I, I've done things along that nature. You know, right. I, I was not so bright at that point. But um, it's just not worth it, man, because one, you're taking a chance of wrecking, destroying your car. Two, 
which is the most important thing, is you might hit someone and take their life. And three, if they catch you, your car is gone. Mm. Four, the court fees alone is a murderous amount. Oh, my God. And five, you're doing time. And, you know, they have Big big Percy up in there. And, and Big Percy don't take no for an answer. Mm. <laughs> I'm not with that, bro. I'm not with that. So, yeah, I'm going to pull over. I, ain't, I don't have that kind of time to, to be wasting with them like that. I'd rather just pay the damn ticket and be done with it than to go through all of that. It, it's just too much. Way too much. Bruh. Let me tell you, I've seen some of these jokers who who run from the police and they have their families in the car. Get out of here. Kids, like kids in car seats. No. And you know, it, it look, I don't look, I don't know if you watch police chases on YouTube, but the Arkansas State Police, they good for doing that pit maneuver. And I look, there was one before I get off this last one I talk about. So it was a mother and it was either two of her kids and a niece or nephew or something like that. But it was three kids in the car with the lady. Mm -hmm. They robbed a Walmart and they was getting it down on the highway. Um, So it was like Little Rock police, Arkansas state police is following, did a pit car flipped over hit the trees or whatever, mother dead. And like, she was the adult in the car while they robbing Walmart. Like, help me understand. So yeah, like, again, and I know, and I got, and I've gotten pushback on this, like, but that's your son and this, and it's like, I don't care if that's my child. You have no reason to be robbing, killing, carrying a gun you're not supposed to, um, carjack. You have no reason to be doing that. None of that. And my child is at the age where a lot of these kids are doing that. It's like, bro, your job, graduate high school, go to college or the military, that's your job. You don't need to be out there doing none of that dumb stuff with these kids who have no direction. No, because I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be on the news. Oh, he was such a good kid and blah, blah, blah. If you out there doing that stupid stuff and you happen to get arrested or happen to end up getting killed because of your actions, I'm not the person to interview. I'm not, don't pull me up on the news and and expect me to be like, oh, he was such a good, no, if my child was doing that, I'm going to say, that's what his dumb ass get. I told him not to be doing that. I told him he should be doing all this, that, and the other. He have parents in his life. There's no reason why he should have had himself in that position. And I know I would get a lot of flack from that, but it is what it is. Like, life was not easy for us. And it's been many a days where I was like, I want to go left. Forget this right. I want to go left. But it's like, (laughs) when I look at what's left, it's like, yeah, I can't. Nah, let me go right because... It's a lot of things on the left side of the street that I just, I, I don't have the mental capacity to deal with. Like, I don't want to be in jail. I want to be able to keep a driver's license. I want to be able to get things. 
I just want to, I want to be able to, you know, sit on my couch and take a shower and, and, and whatever, whenever I want to. So I'm going to stay over here. I don't get it. Man, it's, it's, it's crazy. We would be even talking about this subject. I'll, I'll, I'll mention one more thing, then I'll get off of it. But you know what age group we're in. Um, I was talking with my cousins just the night before last, where one of our high school associates, or for me, he's an associate, a friend. Them, they grew up with him. So I knew him through them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, get to the, to the point. He's now called himself a drug dealer. He's in a gang. He has a lot of young, thuggish young men following him. Mm. And the crazy part about it is back then, this guy was kind of like the poster boy for, you know, like a church boy. Right. And to hear, you know, that he's made this transition from being, you know, being near a, a deacon <laughs> when he was young to being mm. out in the streets and going along with that type of hustle. It's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when this guy was a young guy, um, again, he was in the, the higher grades with my older cousin. And uh, I remember he had his kids young. He had two boys. I think one of them was on the way and one of them was already, you know, on this plane. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at his kid and looking how much his son looked just like him. And I was admiring him. I'm like, dang, dude, you you might spit that one out yourself right there. And we laughed and joked about it. But to hear now that his two sons are both locked up and he's out in the streets, like, you know, some of the things, you know, associates we had back in the day used to do, you know, when we were in high school and, you know, a little bit past that, we we had associates who were out there in the streets like that. Yeah. And I'm not, not, you know, saying I'm a church boy or anything like that, but I was not out there in those streets deep like that. I had a lot of Mm. associates who were, but Mm. thank goodness I, I, I chose to take a different path. Right. Again, just hearing about someone in my age bracket doing something like that now is it's ridiculous. Mind blowing to say the yeah, least. It's crazy. But uh so let's let's go ahead and transition to drug addiction. Uh being one of our topics this past year. Oh, man. I I'll let you go first. So um drug addiction is a triggering conversation for me. Um, it's a triggering conversation because um, people justify drug addiction, and I, I I know I get a little pushback on this, and I and I hope to get a little pushback just to further the conversation because, right. you know, I do understand that people fall to drug addiction under certain unfortunate circumstances. I completely understand that. But um, for the most part, I feel like drug addiction is a choice unless you were a 
crack baby, as they call it, or something like that. You had no choice in the matter. Right. Your mother was using and abusing drugs while you were in the womb. And we all know when you are in your mother's womb, whatever your mother puts in her body goes into yours. So for those individuals, I feel like are, are, that is the definition of a, uh, a drug addict for me because they literally have no choice in the matter. No choice. Um, now, people who happen to get addicted to drugs because they were on a certain prescription or whatever the case may be, um, I kind of, I try to hold a, a neutral ground on that because I do get, you know, when you're in pain, you want the pain to go away. Right. And if a doctor gives you a prescription, you know, Sometimes it ain't, it, it's just not working like you want it to, or whatever the case may be. But again, you know, if the bottle says take one every four hours and you say, oh, damn, I'm in pain. Let me pop two or three right now. You dead ass wrong. Like you dead wrong because it said take one every four hours and you want to pop two and three. Nah, it, it don't work like that. So um, and then, then there's the people who, cause you're not, it, it's been widely spread and put out. You're not supposed to take other people's prescriptions. So it's like, if you have something going on with you, go see your doctor or a doctor to get what's good for you. Instead of you saying, Hey, you, you, you got some oxy. Oh, I'm in pain and blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, you, you caught up, um, you know, so I, I look at that and then then we have a lot of people who self-medicate with recreational drugs, whether it be weed, crack, coke, whatever the case may be. Oh, my back hurt. Let me let me sniff a line and this, that and the other. So um, that that's one of those things that I just I, I I don't struggle with it. It's just a triggering conversation because. A lot of people that I know, a lot of people that I've seen who get caught up in this, they make a, they have made a choice to go down that path. And, you know, we all know with, with certain substances, you need more to get that, that, that original high or maintain whatever high it is. Um, or you get to the, people get to the point to where they are functioning user or functioning addict. And it's like, I, I just, I can't get with it because my thing is this. If I, for me, I've been in pain. I've been in pain for the last, I don't know, however many years. And it's like, I either deal with it or I go to my doctor, get physical therapy, or I get these procedures done or whatever the case may be. Um, I'm not out here trying to drink my pain away, smoke my pain away, sniff my pain away, and inject my pain away. I just, nah, I don't, I don't, it's, I, I've seen too many of our people, whether it's on TV, in the news, family of friends that have gone down that dark path and it did not come out good for them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, when it comes out of drugs, man, I I have so many mixed emotions about it. You know? one, one side of me is always saying, you know, you choose your own path. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like you're saying, some, some, 
kids, you know, while they're in their mother's womb, they have no other choice but to go along with the systems that's being administered to them at the time. Um, I, I watched my grandmother, who's now well into her 80s, go to the doctor and, you know, tell the doctor what's wrong and they'll prescribe something for her. And she'll take it one time and if it doesn't feel right to her, she'll stop taking it. After she spent all this money on this damn prescription, <laughs> she'd be like, mm. nope, this don't feel right to me. And she'll stop taking it. And my father's the, the same way. He's, you know, well into his 60s. Um, he just recently, well, about two years, no, I'll take that back. About a year and some change back, he had a knee surgery. Mm-hmm. And although his knee still hurts him, you know, from time to time, uh, the prescription drugs that the doctor gave him, he took it maybe the first three days, mm-hmm. and then he stopped taking it. And he mm-hmm. just like, I see how this shit is addicting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just refuse to allow myself to go along with that. Because he said, even though my knee is hurting like a motherfucker, I just... I can't deal with that sensation of the drug because right. I, I don't want to get addicted. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there, there's me who I, I don't even like taking over-the-counter prescriptions or over-the-counter damn uh, drugs. Um, so, yeah. But, I don't know, I, I feel like people are in pain nowadays, whether it's mental pain or bodily pain, it's a lot for people to handle. 